Hi friends. Thanks for tuning in for another beautiful human chat. If you've been joining us each week, you would know that we did not show up last week. But if this is the first time you're joining us, you don't have to worry about that. Because now you'll all know why we missed showing up last week. But more on that later. So welcome back to Asking What If to picture a world we can help create together. Finding your own voice. What does that mean for each of us? It can mean very different things really. It could be standing up for something we believe in or speaking up to be heard or simply discovering an oral written or a technical medium to express ourselves. Some of us are lucky enough to have had the liberty and also the opportunity to discover and hone our creative outlet. But there are so many of us limited by the circumstances that just does not allow us to tread on an unconventional or in my opinion an exciting path. We chat with Jigyasa Labru and Gaurav Singh today. They are founders of four mission non-for-profit initiative called Slam Out Loud and we dive into the power of art in helping all children discover their own voice and build creative confidence. Um Gaurav and I we were both teach for India fellows in this low income community in uh, Tuglakabad extension in Delhi and I think one of the insights that we had while we were working with children in our classroom of work were also other people working in this ecosystem especially when you are working with children coming from low income backgrounds uh, who are essentially from marginalized communities uh, mm-hmm. one of the things that really stood out was how like our dreams for our children were very two sided and and only had the blinders on uh, which put them into categories of succeeding in academics or at mm. best uh, you know getting a job and uh, everything that we thought um should be created out of education or should be created for high income children which is finding your own voice or discovering who you are or finding what you're passionate about all these were things that uh, were were not even considered for children that we worked with and um, as a testament to this we saw that our children did not have any kind of access to any opportunities for expression or art and um, we we did more research on it we filed an rti and found out that this wasn't just true for our classroom but this was true for uh, most classrooms in the city so we found out that even in a state which is as progressive in education as delhi um, our ratio of our teachers to number of students is actually 1 is to 1400 which means less mm. than 20 hours of art based learning for children to go to public schools so our immediate response to that was to bring a lot of art into our class so we brought in poetry music theater dance all of it into our own classroom so slam art had really started um in our classroom as a passion project that we were doing for children we had once this opportunity uh, as we were doing our fellowship to go to this high income school in kashmir and you know take a spoken word poetry workshop so both gaurav and i had gone and since we were there we took the same workshop in another government low income school in a conflict area in kashmir and and we'd done this workshop multiple times before so more than about 70 times and and this workshop was about uh, asking children to talk about an emotion through a poem and mm. we'd always heard children talk about joy excitement fun 
happiness and uh, suddenly we were in this classroom in kashmir and all that the students could come up with was anger sadness confusion mm-hmm. hatred and uh, we did not know uh, as teachers how to respond to that i think slam out loud is an organization that was born as a response to that day because we felt that these spaces for children to talk about how they feel were not um just a good to have they were a must have and uh, within months we had registered slam out loud to be an organization that brings artists and art into classrooms so that's really where the journey began you know two points really uh, stood out for me one is uh, as educators and this is beat in a beat in an under resourced school or beat in a high income school we usually have just those two goals where you're either hoping that you know they do well in academics or they get a job at the most and and that's i think that's been the reality for me also as while growing up and that's probably been the reality for a lot of us uh while growing yeah. up and what you said about you know it shouldn't be just a good to have and that's also something that most of us have experienced and unfortunately a lot of the children also experience that their art is considered as something an extracurricular something that you can pursue but you need to also get good marks but you also need to make sure you get a high paying job or you need to become a professional so jugya so you told us a little bit about you know what expression through art looks like and you know how emotions come out when children are given that power given that platform to really express how they feel so tell us how visual and performing arts are helping children to find that inner voice and i know you've already given a few examples but maybe just you know a couple more where uh, the audience can really visualize what it feels like or what it looks like Absolutely absolutely so again slam out loud is an organization which uses you know art forms like theater storytelling spoken word poetry and visual art to build what we call the skills of creative confidence uh, inspired by the d school uh, amongst children and and we work with children aged about like 7 to 17 uh, coming from disadvantaged communities and how we do this is through three streams so so the first one is deep impact long term engagement a really high touch model where mm-hmm. uh, we run a fellowship called the gigi visha fellowship which places artists into a classroom and we work with the same children for about 5 years you know having a relay model where one artist works with the children through the entire year and the children grow uh, again in these skills uh, organize community showcases to share what they've learned or or to talk about things that are important to them through theater through poetry through visual art or stories mm. and over the years of running the fellowship we realized that uh, considering the scale of our country we couldn't place an artist in every single classroom so yeah. that led to our second stream opening up which is uh, which is a program called voice for all and what happens in voice for all is that uh, we create assets and products like lesson plans guidelines videos which other teachers communities or students can use to bring art based learning to children so imagine that you know you're a child in rural india and you go online uh, because you have internet access but there will be no resources in indian languages for you to mm. be able to learn any of the performance arts so that's one gap that we try to bridge and secondly uh, we create those resources for teachers even if they don't have artistic skill to bring art into their own classroom uh, so that's the second stream and the third stream 
uh, which is called arts for all kind of had its birth during covid uh, so mm. what we realized and what we heard from our children during covid was that they weren't really missing academics you know they were missing yeah. going to school meeting their friends missing social interactions missing engagement and the other challenge with our children was that they did not have laptops did not have high internet yeah. bandwidths Uh, so we started leveraging the power of art and low tech platforms to build well-being and creative outcomes for children even during the time of covid and we started out with a platform like whatsapp and that allowed us to spread very fast very quickly so mm-hmm. when you know we launched the program like within our first four weeks we had about 610 other organizations that signed up to receive our activities they were distributing them and over the last year different government bodies different other organizations individuals have reached out to us for those resources and they've spread amongst more than 4.7 million children across uh, 19 countries wow. and yeah and so that's shown us the power of like you know cherry blossoms and mm. and i'm giving that analogy because it's like we've we've thrown some seeds and we've seen them blossom uh, last year uh, because because tech especially low tech uh, mm-hmm. is such an enabling and democratizing platform Definitely. so so those are the three things we're doing for children to engage with art and and you know once children engage with art finding an inner voice becomes much easier because there's no right or wrong answer mm. expression is important and and that's our approach to art based learning as well it's very much full of play it's not pedantic it's not with an expectation that art should look like this or mm-hmm. this is wrong it's very much about what feels great to you and what you express is yours and that's your authentic true voice and and uh, finding that is uh, central to the experience that's amazing you know one one common theme that has come up in all the episodes and all the conversations is that is how tech has really broken all the boundaries and especially when it comes to such initiatives where you know you're trying to reach sometimes sometimes really desperately trying to reach the children so that they able to learn and continue learning tech has really helped while also creating a digital divide while also bringing that to light but if we had to look at the bigger picture and if we had to look at you know how much we're able to do with tech i think it's it's really helped and it and glad to hear that sol has also benefited uh, from the same so we spoke about the what and the how what is art space education and you know how you are enabling it in the classroom for the children before covid and even during covid now gorav if you could tell us why integration of art and education is important and particularly for the children of today because we know uh, having been educators ourselves and seeing the state of uh, state of our world and and you know the direction that we are headed in i'm not saying that we are headed in some dystopian uh, reality but but a lot of emotional and a lot of social emotional capacities are needed for our children to to do better and and to really get through the challenges that lie ahead and these are the challenges of the fourth industrial revolution so if you could tell us why art becomes really important at this point in time so the answer to your question is threefold and and that is from ar observation in seeing children within our programs but also largely like trying to understand how art has been used in education systems around the world in a more efficient way than we have been using mm-hmm. so 
the first reason why it becomes important for us to utilize arts with children is because it has a very intrinsic value so through your own experience you must have noticed like when you experience a, a piece of art come across a unique culture it, it affects you in an emotional sense it it gives you a perspective of any individual or a or, or a group's life that otherwise hasn't been noticed um mm. and it helps it helps you process a, an art piece or a certain culture in a way that is very unique to you so you and i looking at the same art piece uh, it could evoke very different emotions in both of us as individuals and uh, and both of the, those emotions are justified so one is it affects it gives a, a very deep sense of emotional a deep sense of emotional connection right. uh, to be able to experience art it helps us question mm-hmm. when that why why certain things exist but it also helps us creating in our own responses and that's something that we have observed with children uh when they come across an art piece or they create their own art and share it with their friends and you ask them what led you to creating this your answer or your assumption of that answer would be very different than how a child would articulate so we believe at at a young age when our understanding of the world is still getting shaped yeah um, it it helps us expand the horizon of our thoughts and say okay this feeling can exist but then this feeling can also exist so just the intrinsic value of art uh, is unparalleled uh, and and we believe having an experience with art at a at a young age helps children envision like a different world where which is not like limited by how adults have shaped it for them the second kind of value is a very skill building perspective so mm. engaging with arts allows children to engage uh, with the skills of say creativity communication imagination it builds a certain degree of self esteem in them when they take part in the process of creation and these are some of the most important skills that help people thrive you talk to uh, individuals who have been most successful i'm sure their building blocks have been like literacy and numeracy but they would talk about advanced skills of uh, being able to like imagine mm. uh, as a skill for them that has used helped them thrive or succeed Right. they would talk about how being able to communicate or tell a story about their idea to mobilize people has been essential for them so mm-hmm. when children engage with arts it helps them build skills that the otherwise formal education system uh, doesn't create space for at least in the low income communities that jigas and i are talking about there as jigas said the focus is very limited to the literacy numeracy and although that is important Mm-hmm. it serves as the foundation it can it can only prepare our children for a certain level and not beyond that so so i think that's that becomes then the second key piece as to why art integration in the curriculum becomes important and then the last is art has a very strong identity creating value mm-hmm. so for most of the children that you would come across who have been a part of our program slowly as they progress they start building their own identity at a young age so imagine a sixth grader saying that along with being a student they are also a poet Uh, or along mm-hmm. with being being a child of 6th grade they are also a storyteller or a theater artist once you start developing an identity of yourself you want to preserve it by engaging into like pushing yourself to be better at that by being a part of the group it helps our children identify this space in the largely chaotic world mm-hmm. uh, giving them an, an opportunity to create something that is very like unique and fundamental to their nature and that's a value like i'm not saying only arts creates this 
a child engaging with let's say coding can say that i am a coder but i'm saying an experience that is not currently created by the formal education system where children get to voice their opinion create their own identities and live by those identities so a child who is who believes that they are storytellers would yeah. want to bring it in different aspects of their life with be it classroom be outside classroom and then starts looking for like opportunities what more can i do so a it is helping them of course to build their identity but is also helping them realize the gift that they have like they are not like a lay person anymore they value what they do and then they mm. work hard at uh, refining that identity I, i think then these three for us become like the key reasons why art integration becomes important it has intrinsic value it helps children build skills and it helps them create an identity that uh, they cherish right i think i think that's uh, wonderfully articulated and and when you when you say that these are the three key uh, you know values that art can really bring in the life of children now if we had to speak of keeping the context of our uh, low income communities and the children who grow in these communities how then can art be contextualized in a way that helps them form connections to their reality because we've all experienced and we um, we've seen that what is being taught by the formal education system is not always aligned with what their reality is their reality is very different um, they might be learning about uh, social studies in school mm. which shows mm. them you know a very different picture of uh, their civic reality but then when they go back home it's completely mm. different mm. so how does art play a role in in helping build that connection and again keeping that context in mind why is it important for them to champion social change because we know that communities have huge power so if you empower yeah. one child you can you know indirectly impacting 10 uh, mm. other people in the community so then how does art help them in doing that so i think when i look at the context so i'm trying to articulate it from a child's lens so a child's context becomes what their role is within the society mm-hmm. uh, it has an angle of what kind of opportunities exist for them and what kind of limitations exist for them so context more or less is laid out in these dimensions so a child in a low income community in south delhi would have certain opportunities at hand and would have certain challenges at hand that more or less defines their context what arts helps them do is to be able to find a space to articulate both of these and understand both of these so a child engaging in arts based experience for example a child who has the one of the earliest workshops we conduct is mindfulness workshops where children create try creating a poem using the feelings that they are feeling mm. uh, or they feel most connected to and when you are reading those poems or you are seeing children perform those poems after they have created it you would mostly see how children's feelings are associated with what is around them so right. children who are uh, in challenging conditions in spaces of violence in spaces of conflict have very different feelings to articulate than children who are otherwise in happy scenarios so one is it gives children a space to step out of their reality and observe it from a little distance and say okay this is how i exist this mm. is how i feel when i'm in a community my feeling helps me think of these things it very closely resembles to this color and that process helps a child to also think about 
what can they do now where they are in this reality from a more optimistic positive sense what kind of actions can they take what kind of solutions do they have for their realities or uh, what kind of opportunities does their reality have to offer so a shorter answer would be if it helps a child to uh, introspect and and reflect on what their context is because it's it's a difficult thing for children to grasp like the yeah. idea of context is very abstract so a child is able to place themselves within a social structure and is able to identify how they are feeling about it that's one mm-hmm. um just the associated question is why is it important for them to champion social change i think one is when a child has created their own identity it gives them a certain degree of self esteem that they can engage hmm. with the process of social change they might or might not choose to take part uh, in it but at least they see an opportunity or a window in in the programs that we have ran in uh, villages we have seen children automatically taking up the social issues as the problems to talk about when they are doing yeah. theaters and plays uh, they are talking about how girl children from the village are not going to school or or not being sent to schools that's not something that we ask them to do we didn't say mm. ki you pick up a social problem and you create a play out of it we only say hey theater is a good tool to engage the audience and send a message yeah. this is a process uh, that we can engage you in uh, let's do few workshops and sessions and then see what you want to talk about and when children get that platform they automatically end up talking about their realities and sometimes they talk about the difficult realities of around them so in a way it it helps them become a little bit more conscious there were children who talked about how there is so much of garbage around their houses uh, in their streets that never gets clean so children start looking at problem and start feeling that they have a platform and once that happens it it induces the behavior of higher civic mindedness or active citizenship which child can pursue to take forward but it's important like a, a key part of our program is for children to to have a platform because we also realize that no matter how much we teach our children if they are still restricted to inside being inside the classroom there is only limited that they would be able to do so when we create platforms these kinds of platforms are used by children to talk about the issues and opportunities and it goes back to the community in the ways that it is beneficial i think yeah and that's that's very important like you said you know art has this power where you can really come out of the world that's been created by the social constructs because we have created this world we have constructed this world we have put the borders we have defined uh, gender based roles you know we've really made up these stories with the hope that okay we as as humanity we can all cooperate and coexist in harmony but then for a child to be able to come out of that and to look beyond that i think an art based platform is such a wonderful tool and i i completely agree with you when you say that it really helps them first shape their identity and and step out of that and and start making those connections Many of us remember being told that arts does not guarantee job security or arts is for those who can't excel in science or commerce. Different statements that stem from the same mindset, a mindset that places socio-emotional learning in the back seat. It takes some of us years to discover a true calling, and this is after having the privilege of completing a high school education. Now let's think about the children whose realities are grounded in socio-economic disparities. They may never really learn how to recognize and manage their emotions if they do not have access to freedom of creative expression in their everyday learning lives. We've 
heard about NEP and how they are, how the policy is uh, trying to prioritize socio-emotional uh, learning and higher order capacities through the curriculum. So Jigyasa, if we could talk about the relationship between finding your own voice through different forms of art and socio-emotional learning. So absolutely, uh, you know, when we talk about socio-emotional learning, we think about human development, right? And we think mm. about how it enables children to develop knowledge, skills, attitudes that that are especially around developing, you know, identities, uh, managing emotions, self-awareness, achieving goals, building empathy, forming strong relationships, being able to make better decisions. I think art or experimenting with any kind of in art gives children a space where where they are building all of these skills knowledge and attitude uh, attitudes to be able to do all of this so for example like when you're creating a work of art you're constantly making decisions for example like what color to choose or if you're in theater like what kind of tone to use at this point of time if you're in dance what kind of movement to make and all of that is deeply connected to your feelings and to your own sense of identity. And we've seen how young people have been at the forefront of all movements that are about identity. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. about Occupy Wall Street, I'm thinking about Black Lives, Ma- Black Lives Matter, and all of these movements around identity are most powerfully expressed through art. I'm also thinking about uh, Amanda Gorman, the inaugural poet this yeah. year. And um, how her identity is deeply reflected in her poem. Um, and that's powerful about art always, that your own voice and its authenticity shines in what you create because you're not memorizing something. You're creating yeah. something from scratch. It's a product that not only shows what you can do, but also who you are just by existing. So I think that is a connection one can draw between like finding one's mm. voice through art and and. Uh, social-emotional learning uh, happening in the process. I think that's beautiful. And yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, the most of the movements that we're seeing today, um, including the the climate change movement, um, yeah. that also was started by the youth activists. So it has so much to do with identity. And, and that's actually my learning that, yeah, it really stems from uh, your experiences and, you know, uh, who, what you think your identity is. When you do reflect on your journey, when both you and Gaurav maybe, you know, have uh, introspect about where you've come and how far you've come, what are some of the big wins that, you know, you guys have celebrated uh, with, I mean, amongst yourselves and also with the whole team? I'm deliberately not calling them challenges because uh, usually the question is, you know, what were the challenges? But then I'm just flipping it and calling them wins, acknowledging that, you know, wins do not come easy. Uh, you have shortcomings, you have challenges, but through that all, you have, you shine. And so if you could share some wins and what big learnings have emerged when you reflect on these things. Yeah, yeah. I think a win that has been very recent and we haven't yet gotten the time to celebrate it. I am telling Mm. myself that I will soon take a break and celebrate it has just been our response to COVID as an organization and on multiple layers. The Mm. first has been, like in the face of our fundraising 
taking a hit you know a couple of funders backing out uh, in the face of us not being able to expand physically so this year we in 2020 we had the the plans to bring our fellowship to two more regions had the funding sorted for it then it didn't happen and in the face of us all having to you know go remote all of a sudden i think what we managed to do was to really put our heads down work and make the best of the situation Uh, mm-hmm. however the most important learning through this part was letting our children lead on to what we should do i think we took the first two weeks just listening to our children and understanding what they need and i think based on that we were able to create a product that that sort of met their needs and met them where they were at so i think that has been a really really big win we've able to scale we've been able to scale without uh having to massively increase the size of the organization we've been able to uh, learn so much in the process about technology and uh, its advantages and its limitations mm. um and uh, the other thing that we've learned in this process is about organizational culture about what it takes for the team to be on the same page to be motivated to support each other through highs and lows and creating spaces for social emotional learning and well-being not only for the students that we work with but also for the teammates creating spaces for well-being of everybody that works with us and empathizing far more especially uh, in this situation so i think those are a couple of big learnings that have emerged another win for us as an organization was when we were able to partner with an organization like pratham for the voice for all project i think for an organization like pratham to trust us to work with them and uh, we'd only worked with about 6000 children until then and uh, for them to be able to say that you know we want you on board as partners and we'll work with about 50000 children mm. that leap that trust that they showed in us made us believe so much more in ourselves and i think a huge learning from that would be that we do not need to grow the size of our organization if we have partners mm. who are willing to take our idea to the work that they do and we can support them in that Yeah I'm so glad that you brought that up because you know sometimes in the in this uh, in the ecosystem especially in the social change ecosystem I think it it can easily become a journey that founder finds themselves alone in but key point to remember is that you can never be alone because you are you're all like we're all in this together and and we can only really affect change which is which is more macro uh when when partners come together and and it's not about scaling uh by yourself or growing just as the team but then it's all about coming together and collaborating and i'm i'm glad that teach for india instilled that in us <laughs> early on in our journey so when you guys look ahead uh when you sit down to you know chalk out a plan uh, for the future what do you envision for slam out loud and what is the big picture that you see what are your hopes what are your dreams do you hope for your children to really take from this experience and all your partners also so i think a couple of years ago and when we started you know building slam out loud as an idea itself one of the things that was important to us and continues to be important to us is to change how art education happens especially in 
the public education system in india and mm. while it could be aiming towards such a broader set of outcomes it continues to be really really narrow there's there's a gap of skills there's a gap of uh, people in the system working on it and there's also a gap of understanding how holistic it can be um, and how engaging and fun for children so i think us being able to contribute to shifting that in any way Uh, in our country whether it is by collaborating with governments or whether it is collaborating with uh, large size non-profits or even the small size ones that allow us to take our idea to scale with them or adjust into their programs uh, and that seems like something that we want to do with our work however what has also happened in the last year is that we've gone global without us intentionally wanting to hmm. and we've a lot of partnerships arising uh, from across the world uh, i think what we want to do is want to bring the best know how in the world in art and education to india and we also want to take the best lessons from what we're doing here to children all over the world i think art based education is deprioritized globally and um, there is an opportunity for slam out loud to be one of the players in shifting people's mindsets on how art education is delivered right now and what it could be instead of what is definitely i think you guys have already you know laid the foundation and you're already on the right path uh, you're already changing the way art based education looks like for our current generation of children and educators as well so yeah i'm sure you guys are going to be only onwards and upwards from here so now we come to our what if question this is really the core of the show it's it's just a way to break our linear pattern of thinking as as humans i think we are very used to just thinking in that linear pattern and that tends to happen when we follow the routine and we have we continue to live our lives the way we usually do so what if is really just trying to break that pattern of thought and just try to come up with solutions where we can all work together towards making this world a better place so gaurav what if all artists and when i say artists i'm not limited limiting it to professional artists i think educators also artists so artists who you know come in contact with children or who interact with children so what if all artists in their own capacities began advocating for integration of arts and education how will this help in ensuring that children very early on are able to find their inner voice and their own voice yeah i think uh, that's a very imagination level question but a question <laughs> that's worth thinking about so thank you so much for pushing it our way the two things that i definitely see happening in this phenomena when an artist artists become advocates for arts based learning slash arts integrated curriculums one is it will catalyze the process of change so currently how it's happening is really slow so nep does new education policy hmm. does talk about uh bringing in arts using different art forms for children to learn but the process of change is so slow that it's still going to take years for that to be significantly benefiting each child right but if we if influencers or artists pick up that role where they consciously across platforms talk about why is it important for children to have access to arts based learning or experiences with arts i think that process can speed up it needs to speed up it's we are we are almost in crisis both when it comes to 
children's social emotional well-being and skill building and identity creation so there is a huge need of focusing and uh, the earlier we start the better it will result into making this a systems level priority right. so currently the priority exists on paper but then we can see people mobilizing resources organizations coming together and making things happen for children so that's the first one like this process of change can be catalyzed once we have artists as advocates i think the second thing that's going to happen is one of the reasons why children uh, do not pursue arts and especially in low income communities is because they find it almost inaccessible i think to some extent we have uh, adults have in direct indirect ways uh, sent out a messaging that arts is for elites the idea of pursuing arts for a living or even for enjoyment has become like a very elite concept and and in a process when when children see artists offering a helping hand advocating for it it will make them feel that it is accessible they can do it yeah it will make children who identify themselves as artists or children who are engaging in arts feel valued they would see this momentum is going around and they are a part of it parents uh, would have a different lens to look at this engagement then currently what is happening is as soon as a child says uh, i am interested in arts up to a certain class it is okay so if they are in 6 7 8 children parents are like okay uh, it's an interest you can pursue but as soon as they move to 9th 10th 11th 12th yeah. parents are like drop that and focus on your studies that's going to get yeah. you jobs and stuff like that i think what will happen is mindset shift in the parents own understanding of what arts can do for their children will happen and that will happen at scale allowing more children to pursue it for a longer period of time and to a period of time where they can make connections to saying okay what next can be done in arts rather than saying let's drop it and do something else i think then that like just the whole shift in terms of our society both the children and the parents are looking at arts as a whole how would happen which is very crucial if we want this to become a priority and to reach out to more and more children cumulatively i think what will happen is we would be solving a lot of problems that are related to socio emotional learning children or adults not finding outlets to express themselves we would see more people expressing opinions being a part of social change in the ways that they identify with so my hope is that we will see a shift in how people are approaching both the limitations uh, of the society and their responses to it uh, we will see more creative ways in which we will be able to break out of those limitations something that i hope i hope changes um, and especially after the year that we've had we, we all have sat with ourselves we've all had that much time to sit with ourselves so i hope that you know this you really pushes the importance of having a creative outlet having a medium yeah. of expression be it any be it any form uh, even if it's not a purely art based form but just having that you know we to express uh, has become so much more important for everybody's mental health and well-being as well so having said that for children it's way more important to you know grow up in a space where they are able to express what they feel and be not really be judged for it or not really feel that they are saying the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong people like just also like one of the reflections has been like how the entire world turned towards art as soon as they had more time at hand i know so so it's an engagement that people want to take up and then they realize the value of it once they do but it's something that i think because our attention span has shrunk Mm. the availability of social media it has taken away so much of our time art has had like a healing effect 
uh, if you look at in the last year uh, on people, uh, it has helped them process the changes that are going on around them. I'm sure last year, more people created art than than we have ever known. Yeah. So so those those kinds of changes, I think it should become a more routine thing than when a crisis hits up to a response thing. So yeah, and yeah. I hope more people, when we come out of the pandemic, realize that they can always find uh, time and solace in engaging with arts and, and yeah. that will bring comfort to them. Definitely. I, I hope so too. That is the hope. That is the hope of this question. I always include this question in all our conversations because I think it really helps to remind ourselves of what we should be grateful for or what we are grateful for. I find that it helps me take care of the things that I've expressed gratitude for. So I just also wanted to put this question for you guys. And so what are you grateful for? One of the things I'm really grateful for, especially in considering the year that we've had, is being able to be with family and being able to be at home. I think not having to worry constantly about people you love and having them close during what has been a challenging time for all of humanity is a challenging time at work. I think, yeah, that's something I'm truly grateful for. Great. Awesome. What about you, Gaurav? Very similar. I think deep grateful for the people around me. And that that includes the family. To be able to live without worry in terms of will I have food to eat and that's come that's coming with privilege right um, mm. but just not having the challenges that would make things most or difficult for me and and I, I think I'm grateful for that I'm also deeply grateful that within the pandemic we could get our children to spend some time with themselves reflect engage in mindful experience to have a team uh, that places faith in us in in very uncertain times right we have taken some huge pivots from what we were doing and to have uh, a team that says okay what you're doing makes sense and we have faith in you and to follow us through those pivots uh, I'm, I'm deeply grateful to have those people and lastly just the support that we have seen in the past year as an organization as an idea both from children so for a child to invest 30-40 minutes of their time to do an activity that we have created that means that they are laying their trust on an organization sitting far from them and are still engaging but at the same time also like people who have picked our solutions implemented it with their children came back with feedback and then spread the word around of what we are doing just in good spirit good faith it makes me feel grateful to have a tribe like that that has your back in a challenging year art can neither be defined nor categorized simply because it stems from a feeling an experience our identity while art can be created its true essence lies in being felt in a world of uncertainty if you are able to reach out to any form of art that provides a creative outlet take some time to truly sense it feel it enjoy it our school texts and professional systems may help us to think and do however it is art which can help us feel what we think and do wasn't that a heartfelt conversation that also brings us to our reason for not showing up last week we want to continue bringing you these heartfelt conversations while also working to build something beautiful and so we will be filtering through to your ears once in two weeks 
This helps us ensure we continue to share stories of hope, change and gratitude without compromising on the quality and value of our conversations. If your heart has been touched by today's episode, share it with your close ones. Slam Out Loud is on a mission to unmute India. Be their soulmate and check out the links in your episode notes. Write to us your thoughts, suggestions or relatable experiences. We would love getting to know you. We'll be here same time, same place in 2 weeks. Until then, take care and stay safe.